you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Ten takes, ten minutes. It's very simple. It's a promise. It's a pledge. It's a commitment. And we do it every single week. Thank you for clicking. And I'm going to deliver just as advertised. I'm about to set the clock. If I don't get the ten takes in in time, the bomb will explode. Jack Bauer from 24 is my muse. I got all kinds of things to talk about coming off this week. I have ten minutes to do it. Let's go. Take number one, it's going to be hilarious if the Eagles win the Super Bowl and never lose another game because they're going to be 19-1, and all right? They'll be a 19-1 and team, and the only loss will be to Zach Wilson. I want that to happen in a way. If the Eagles are going to win this whole thing, can you imagine they'll be looked at as one of the greatest of all time, one of the greatest records of all time? 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now, they'll look back on the 2023 Eagles of 19-1 Super Bowl champs and Zach Wilson was the only one to beat him. Look, the Chicago Bears, 85 Bears, they only lost one game, but they lost to Dan Marino. (laughs) Zach Wilson would be the answer to the trivia question. Zach Wilson will be able to do signings. He will show up to appearances based on being the only team to beat the Eagles because until the Eagles decide to lose a game, I don't know if they're going to lose another one. This was supposed to be the one. All these annoying little bizarre circumstances should have led up to them losing this game to Buffalo. It's wet and windy, all right? Lane Johnson is out. He's a scratch, doesn't play the right tackle. You get the Superman game from Josh Allen, the full powers, four touchdowns, running, throwing, doing it all. At the end of the game, even, when you're about to kick the tying field goal, Kelsey, of all people, world's sexiest man, misses, makes them move back for five yards for a false start for two for flinching. And then he does it again. It's like they're trying to give the game away and they still don't. They have a magnetic attraction to winning. It's still never this glorious Rembrandt. And who gives a damn? They're 10 and 1. 10 and 1 with that one loss being to Zach Wilson. I find hilarious. Take number two, the Buffalo Bills. They're not serious people right now. They're 6 and 6. They've lost 3 and 4 and 4 and 6. They've, over the last two months, lost to the teams that matter. They've beaten the teams that don't matter. They beat the bejesus out of the Jets. They beat the New York Giants, but they lose to the Denver Broncos. They lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they're not done. They're going into the bye. I feel like it's week 50 that they've waited for this bye. Finally, the Buffalo Bills, the 6-6 six and six 2023 Buffalo Bills go into the bye. If you're McDermott, don't you have to do one of these things? Just get out of here. No film, no exercise, no treatment. Get out of here. Be with your families. Reset, because when they come back, they have to go 4-1. and one. And if you think I'm going to say I still believe in the Bills, you're damn right I still believe in the Bills. Four and one. They have to win at Arrowhead in the regular season, which they've done before. They're not afraid of. They have to beat the Cowboys. They're not afraid of. Then there's some couple who cares teams. And then a week 18 against the Miami Dolphins. Go four and one. They'll make the playoffs. They're not a team that matters right now. They're not serious people, but they can become serious people. Take number three. Frank Reich is fired. People look at this job. Here's why you would want the Panthers job. I heard that take. 
Well, who is, is David Tepper ever going to hire after this? All he does is fire coaches. He fires coaches in the football team he owns. In the soccer team he owns, he even fires coaches left and right. Who's ever going to want that job? Well, number one, someone who really likes money is going to pay him a ton of it. And someone who likes signing a big coaching contract, getting fired, and then not having to work and still get paid. Just like Matt Rule is doing, just like Frank Reich is doing, it's the worst coaching gig you could have. Are you saying that staying at home and making millions of dollars after you get fired by David Tepper is a bad gig? It's an incredible gig. People should line up and fight for that. And if you don't care about the Panthers and you're rolling your eyes that the terrible Panthers fired their coach, remember, this is a ripple effect type firing. You know who should be terrified about the Panthers firing Frank Reich? The Bears. Because the Bears have their pick and it's the number one damn pick in a superstar draft. So if you're a Bears fan, all you want the Panthers to do is just lie down and die. Don't fire anyone. Don't replace anyone. Don't promote anyone. Just keep losing so we can get the number one pick. You don't want to get that sweet juice of the interim head coaching bump that everybody gets. You know the Panthers are going to mess this up and win one or two games, and the Bears are going to get screwed out of the number one pick. You know who should be happy? The Arizona Cardinals and the New England Patriots. Because if the Panthers do win a couple games with their interim head coach, they could jump up to the number one pick. Can you imagine Bill Belichick with the number one overall pick being able to draft whatever quarterback he wants? It'll be like when the Night King finally got one of those dragons. He pulled it up out of the ice water from Khaleesi after he speared it, and then he brought it right to the Great White Wall and just melted the thing down in two seconds. The Night King with a dragon, Bill Belichick with the number one overall pick. The Panthers mess around and win a couple games, it could happen. Take number four. I have a set of taboos set up with the Denver Broncos that I will abide by for the rest of the season. Seeing as how they have the longest win streak in the NFL and they cannot lose, here's my taboos. No more talking about Russ with Seattle. When he makes a great play with Denver, you don't have to mention that it's vintage Russ. It's the Tyler Lockett or it's the Doug Baldwin. Don't have to do that. Rule number two, no talking about last year's Broncos team. Night and day. I don't care about Nathaniel Hackett. That's true. Rule number three, no talking about how the defense gave up 70 points. It was incredible. And we've talked about it for two straight months. The defense now does not give up 70 points. They do not give up 30, 20. They wreck people. They're really good. Those are my taboos. I suggest you follow them. Take number five. I'm fascinated by Joey Bosa. I have nothing to say about Chargers Ravens other than the Ravens got a good sloppy win and they're getting some groin pains without Mark Andrews. The Chargers, I have less than nothing to say about them, less than they deserve. But the fact that the NBC broadcast with Mike Tirico on the call showed a shot of Joey Bosa up in the booth who was not playing. He was up in a luxury box. And of all things, he's eating cereal. He's eating Raisin Bran Crunch. It was 6.30 to 7 p.m. Pacific and he is eating cereal as he watches his team. I'm talking about one of those little miniature plastic buckets that you pull back the, 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 the coating on the top, the little metal cover, and then you eat it with a plastic spoon. Why is he eating cereal at 7 o'clock? I love cereal, don't get me wrong. But it's fascinating that he's doing that. And they don't have cereal set up for an evening game in one of those luxury boxes. There's no way. So did he bring that with him? And did he also bring milk and a spoon Joey Bosa is so weird. I kind of like it in this sense. I've eaten cereal at night. It's not my proudest moments, but not in like a luxury box at a stadium. Bizarre. Take number six. Steelers keep on winning. I still think this can't be right, but the research says they get 400 yards of offense for the first time in 58 games. Just 400 yards. They had a streak of 58 games of not getting 400 yards offense, and they got it. I'm not talking 500 or something crazy like 600. 400 yards. A 58-game streak, that goes back to Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown, but they did it. Najee Harris is likely going to win angry runs this week. He does not like angry runs. 
He's bitter about it. If we send him the scepter, he doesn't even want to take the picture. It's going to be uncomfortable. Follow angry runs. I don't think Najee wants to win it, but if he has the angriest run, he will win it, and I don't care. Keep on cruising. I'm way behind schedule. I don't care. I'm going to lean into it. Take number seven. The Tagovailoa family is fascinating. I'm talking about Tua's family. I went to the Jets-Dolphins game on Black Friday. Brought my family. We were seated a few rows away from Tua's family. Four family members deep, including his mother and father. They're all wearing the Tua jerseys. I have to tell you, it was the most fascinating thing to watch them watch the game. This family is the portrait of composure. They sit there. They watch the game. I didn't see them eat, drink, or even look at their phones a single time. And what I was most riveted by was that they are so composed as they watch the game, they don't have any wincing or reacting or high-fiving or cheering about anything that happens in the game. Case in point, the Dolphins are knocking on the door early in the game. They have a fourth and goal. Mike McDaniel decides to go for it. Tua throws a beautiful pass to Tyreek over Sauce Gardner. Tyreek drops it. Oh, we're all jumping up and screaming. And oh my God, what a dramatic play. I look at the Tonga Vailoa family sitting there. No facial expression, no frown, no smile, no wince, no nothing. I looked at them when they had the 99-yard pick six for their son's team, and they didn't react. And I'm so impressed with it. I'm so in awe of it. I'm watching my son play at some dumb rec gym on a Saturday morning playing basketball. If he makes a basket from one foot away, I'm doing a backflip and fist pumping like Jordan hitting the shot over Elo. They're watching their son in an NFL game throw touchdowns, and they're just locked in. Whatever they're having, I want to have. Take number eight, Texans-Jaguars. Really good game. Everyone's kind of rooting for the Texans because they're the next best thing. Jaguars said not a chance. You know what's a fascinating in I've said fascinating 50 times in this podcast. It's just what we're going to do. You know what is a riveting in-game experience if you're there as as a fan? The doink. The boom. The boom. And when it hits the crossbar or the uprights, it's tough to beat. I've been in there for some block punts. The double thud is fun. But the most fun sound to hear as a fan attending a game is the doink. Take number nine. Tommy DeVito for the Giants keeps doing the Italian gesture. That's his new thing. I'm uncomfortable doing it. I feel like I'm going to get canceled because I'm appropriating Italian culture. Are you allowed to do that as a non-Italian American? Can you put your hands up like that? Because there is an emoji of it, so maybe that makes it all right. Take number 10, Scott Hansen. We already knew it. He's a national hero. He had alarms going off during Red Zone, and he did not abandon his post. Never mind Santa Claus. December's about Scott Hansen. Wow, that was a heavily truncated take about Tommy DeVito's hand gesture and Scott Henson standing on his post delivering the touchdown montage as World War III is breaking around him and I thought sirens were going off, but I have to abide by the 10 minutes. It's 10 takes and it's 10 minutes and that is it. That was a wild one. I still have things to say about Joey Bosa's cereal, but I don't have time to say them. Thank you for listening. I love you. Hope Thanksgiving was great. Christmas, New Year's coming down the pipe. Teams are coming running in the NFL. If you have thoughts on the best sound to hear attending a game. If you have thoughts on the DeVito gesture about as okay as a professional athlete to be on national television up the luxury box eating cereal in the evening of the team that you play for is down on the field, send them to me. Tweet them to me. At Kyle Brandt. Like, subscribe, review. You're the best. 10 takes in 10 plus minutes. I should stop now because I stick to the promise. We will see you next week. Thanks, guys.
10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app, go to Apple, go anywhere you like, it'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.